There's a legend round here. A killer buried, but not dead. A curse on Crystal Lake. A death curse. Jason Borey's curse. They say he died as a boy, but he keeps coming back. Few have seen him and lived. Some have even tried to stop him. No one can. Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. Jason, come on! Come and get me! It's me you want, remember? Forget. He's down there, waiting. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? A-Society Podcast, 31 Days of Horror. Happy Friday the 13th, 2023. Um, I was thinking of what to do this day, and of course, it's got to be a Friday the 13th movie. Um, The past few years that we've been doing 31 Days of Horror, I think I only did... Two, either two or I'm pretty sure it was just two um, the two that uh, that my son Kyle loved he loved um, uh, part four the final chapter and he loved uh, Jason takes Manhattan part eight <laughs> so <laughs> um, we bounced all over the place I if you guys were listening to the Magnus podcast from the very very beginning shout out to my brother Steve 
Um, I did a three-hour show on just all the Friday the 13th movies up to that point, whenever, 2016, when I did it. Uh, When did that reboot or whatever one come out? Do you remember? Uh, I think 2009. Okay, so I guess it was out already and i think i think i did talk about oh yeah i did talk about it because i remember talking about the uh scene when um jason was chasing after that uh young uh, black gentleman and he threw that um double-sided uh axe or hatchet whatever you want to call it at the dude and, and just went into his back i remember talking about that i remember meeting uh derek mears and asking him about that i said was that you did you throw that axe he said yes that was him and it took him multiple uh, tries and takes just to get it just right if my tune has changed on that film i remember when i first saw it i hated it because it was like hashtag not my friday the 13th um because it, it just it was just a total another Jason story. It wasn't even uh I thought they were gonna just remake the original one, but they didn't. They kind of started off where it ended and how Jason became this big uh mountain man, uh survivalist uh weed grower uh in the woods of Crystal Lake. Um Brian and I also covered the uh Never Hike Alone series. Uh, and to not today, Friday the th- October thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, twenty twenty three, Never Hike Alone Part Two is out. Uh, we will probably come back sometime during this month <laughs> and talk about that because I am so excited for that one. Uh, I did get to meet the director. I cannot pronounce his name right, so I'm not even gonna try at this point. Um, I did talk to him when I was down in uh, Pasadena at the Halloween 45 Years of Terror Con, and I did ask him if he d- did interviews on podcasts, and he said, yeah, man, just reach out to me. So uh, maybe not this year or maybe later on this year or maybe even next year, um, he's going to come on the show, and Brian and I are going to talk to him uh, because we're the two that loved Never hike alone. Shout out to Brian here, my brother here. He's the one that they hit me to that, and I had no idea. Um, it made me buy a, another Blu-ray of it because it had <laughs> it had a different cover. <laughs> so I was like, "Damn you!" So I just watched the trailer for Never Hike Alone Two, and it looks good. It was I don't know if it was I guess it was a Womp Stomp Films or whatever. I guess it was a trailer they put together. But it was just a bunch of clips from the previous films. So I was like, all right, cool. And then some stuff at the end. Uh, Tom Matthews comes back as uh, Tommy Jarvis again for the fourth time. He, of course, Jason, Jason lives. And then the two, spoiler alert, the two uh, Never Hike Alone films. So this will be the fourth time that Tom Matthews plays uh, Tommy Jarvis. Um, if you guys haven't seen those, man, they've been out a few years. So, uh, and you didn't, I, I had no idea he was going to be in it. So, but, uh, those two movies are amazing. I think we did cover both of those, uh, when they came out. Um, and I assume I'm getting my Blu-ray for the 
this new one. I don't know. I did. I put in for the for the uh, Indiegogo to help them make it. So hopefully, um, my name's in the credits again this time. Yeah, I, I checked. I checked oh, it is. Both, both our names were in the credits, and they are in this new one. Yeah. Oh, sweet. See, not good. I'll see it later tonight. <laughs> so, um, but uh, tonight uh, we will be talking about other Friday the 13th stuff as well, movie wise. And were you ever into the TV show? No, I don't remember the TV show at all. I know I have, I've seen some episodes, but I just I don't remember anything. I have the little box set that came out. Um, I remember spending an arm and a leg for it. And then I, it always happens. As soon as I bought it, I bought a used from somebody. And then I started seeing them everywhere at Walmart. And I was like, oh, I like, I was like 30 bucks. I think I paid like 80 at the time because <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it anywhere. And I wanted it because I did like that TV show. Had nothing to do with uh, Mrs. Voorhees or Jason or anything. Um, I don't even remember if they mentioned them in it. But. Um, I think there's some episodes on YouTube or just go by the, the set. I, as the big Friday the 13th fan that I am, uh, I had to have it in my collection. I got the big, huge box set that, uh, they came out with a couple years ago. Uh, every steel book they drop of it. I think they're up to, to was the final chapter. I think, yeah. as full, I think they're up to that. Um, I almost bought another uh, Friday the 13th steelbook um, at Best Buy. I saw it. And I was like, you fuckers, you're going to get me again? It's the same steelbook that I already have. It just had a slip cover on it. If I was one of those slip cover junkies, I probably would have bought it. Luckily, I looked it up and said, oh, I already have this. So I don't I don't need it. The, the slip cover sure. isn't nothing special. If it was Jason was sure. on it, I, or uh it was the first film. Whatever, if there was something cool on it, I would have got it. But there, there wasn't. Should have found something else and put the slip cover on that that you wanted to buy. Yeah, I could have. Hmm. Don't listen to me. Don't kids. Don't 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 listen to me. Yeah, but hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I bet I could go on eBay and just buy the slip cover. But I don't need yeah. it. I mean, I I got enough versions of Friday the Thirteenth, uh, be it VHS, DVD. Uh, Blu-rays. Uh, am I gonna get the 4K? <sighs> I don't know. And they're killing me, especially this time. I was in Walmart uh, tonight, and I saw the bunch of movies that I already have. Um, but I did pick up the Blair Witch Project Steelbook. It's got the first one. I don't know why I didn't have it, all three of them, but had oh, the didn't have Book one. of Shadows? No. And it had Project and that one that just Blair Witch, which, when was the last time you watched that one? I think last year. I think I was showing my daughter. I I saw it in the theater twice. I bought it because I'm a completist. I had the other ones. But I don't know. I just wasn't that big of a fan of it. I wish I would have saw it at Comic-Con with everybody that, Thought they were going to watch something else, and it ended up being a surprise. And uh, Blair Witch, because um, I remember everybody ranting and raving about it the next day. And then I was like, oh, I was so excited, and I was bummed out that I missed it. But then when I went and saw it, I was kind of like, 
<sighs> but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll watch it again. I, I don't know. But oh, we're rambling on almost ten minutes. Uh, tonight we're coming at you with the nineteen eighty eight. Uh, film directed by John Carl Butchler, Butchler, I don't know how to say the last name. Uh, Friday the 13th, part seven, The New Blood. Years after the strange drowning death of her father, Tina Shepard returns to the site of his demise, Crystal Lake. A, her developing psychic powers were responsible for ending his life, leaving Tina riddled with guilt as an adult while deceitful Dr. Cruz tries to manipulate her abilities for his own ends. Both physician and patient are in for the shock when Tina's powers unwillingly free camper killer Jason Voorhees from his watery slumber. Okay. Um, yeah, it was uh, Google, which was usually just one sentence. Let's see what... Uh, IMDb has Jason Voorhees is accidentally freed from his watery prison by a oh, telekinetic teenager. <laughs> now only now only she can stop him. And this stars uh, Terry Kaiser, um, Bernie Lomax. For those of you who are weekend at Bernie's fans, he's <laughs> uh, Doctor Cruz. He's only Bernie, uh, everyone. Every time I see him, no matter what he's in, uh, Jennifer Banco or Banco. She plays young Tina. A John Orton as Mister Shepherd. Uh, Susan Blue as Mrs. Shepherd. Lar Park Lincoln as Tina. Kevin Spiritas, I think that's his name, is Nick. Um, Susan Jennifer Sullivan as Melissa. Heidi Kozak Head as Sandra. Uh, William Butler as Michael. Stacy Geeson as Jane. Larry Cox Russell. Jeff Bennett Eddie. Elizabeth something as Robin. Um. Wasn't there a Melissa? Okay, Susan Jennifer Sullivan was Melissa. Uh, rest in peace. I believe she passed away. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought she was the one that... Uh, unless I'm getting my movies uh, mistaken. Um, sorry about that, uh, Miss uh, Sullivan. I'm sure you're alive somewhere. But I want to say that someone, someone died in this. I can't remember. I think it was her. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, also, I can't forget him. The great Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees. This was the first time uh, that Kane Hodder put on the hockey mask uh, in this series. And I think he's the only one that did it the most out of everything. Because each film, there was a different person that played Jason. Um, I believe three of them have passed. The guy that was Jason in three. Steve Dash from part two and... Ted White, I believe, has passed from uh, the final chapter. Uh, I've met I met both of those guys uh, at Texas Frightmare, but I did not have my uh, Friday the 13th book for them to sign. So I'm kicking myself for uh, at least I got to meet them and uh, tell them that uh, how much I loved uh, their performances in the film. 
But Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. When did you see this one, Brian? Saw this one as a little kid. I was big into the Friday the 13th franchise. It was always on cable or I was renting them at the video store. Uh, not my favorite one, but I still think this is a fun one because, uh, basically it's, uh, Carrie versus Jason with, uh, Tina here and you got Bernie Lomax and, uh, I, I thought Kane Hodder was an excellent choice. Him being a stuntman and all the work he put in doing in this movie. Cause he, he took some bumps in here doing this movie. Uh, not the biggest fan of the way Jason looked when uh, his mask came off, but it, it was fine for what it was. Uh, movie's also a little tamer on the kills, but not not to the fault of the movie. I know that this one got heavily censored by the ratings board, but uh, yeah, still a fun movie. I saw this one when it was just at its end. Um, it's run in the theater. I, I I wanted to see it. I knew it was out, and I just couldn't squeeze the time in. Back in '88, I was just skating and running wild, and girls and partying and and all that. So I had to uh, balance my time for my love of Friday the Thirteenth. But I did get it in. I was hanging out with one of my friends. And she's seen all the movies. She's just as as big of a fan as I am. So we went and seen it together because uh, her boyfriend at the time didn't want to see it. He wanted to see whatever what whatever else was out. So she goes, "Come on, let's go see it." So we went and seen it. Um, after Jason Lives, I was kind of like, "All right, this is awesome. It was cool. It's a different uh, type of Jason." Uh, and this one. I liked how it ended. I mean, I like where it began is where the last one ended. Of course, they show you the uh, the ending of uh, Jason Lives before we dive into this one. I loved the beginning. You guys heard that clip, that whole when that guy, there's a, there a lake or whatever the hell he was saying in the beginning. I liked all that in the beginning. Then they were just showing clips and everything. And then they show him at and underwater in Crystal Lake. I could not tell you the timeline or, or what years because i remember i did it when i did that three hour show go back way 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 in the beginning of magnus podcast i think i had notes and everything and knew the exact timeline if i can remember right but that's a, that's a very tricky thing the the timeline of friday the 13th yes because the first one was it came out in 80 but i think they said it was 79 uh, because if you guys looked at the um, the tombstone for Pamela Voorhees in final chapter, I believe it said um, 79. I guess I should have had that up. And I, I would have seen it. Hmm. Uh, she did. Mrs. Voorhees did not have a name, a first name, when that first movie came out. It was just Mrs. Voorhees. I, I remember I won a uh, trivia contest <laughs> one time with that because they were saying, "What was um?" In, they said, "In Friday the Thirteenth." Well, yeah, okay, it was '79 when she uh, she died. So the first film, Friday the original Friday the Thirteenth, was 1979. But uh, 
they are asking uh in Friday the thirteenth, what was Mrs. Voorhees' first name? And everybody, everybody's hand went up. Pamela and everyone there were people were just yelling it out. And uh, well, first people were yelling it out. Then I raised my hand because I was sitting in the front row. And the guy pointed to me. I said, She didn't have a first name. It was just Mrs. Voorhees. And I won a Friday the 13th DVD, which I already had, but I think I just gave it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so but Everybody's like, nah, nah, and he he even said, well, do you do you know when? I said, in the final chapter, we saw her tombstone, and it said Pamela. I said, then, I said, it, she didn't have no name. If she did, maybe Victor Miller or is that who, who wrote the story? Um, had it in the scripts or whatever, but in in the movie, she just said, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. That was it. So I won and people got mad. Oh, that's bullshit. Ah, her name's Pamela. Listen to the question, the way he said it. So, um, but yeah, this one, I, when I first saw it, I was all right, cool, Jason. I was kind of iffy on how he looked, but I did like how his mask looked because you guys remember in uh, Jason Lives that uh, outboard motor took out part of his mask. So it was. Mm-hmm. It was still kind of battle damaged. Um, I do have hockey masks here in the studio. I have actually have four of them. Shout out to uh, uh, Nightmare Toys in Las Vegas, Nevada. I got all my hockey masks there. I have uh, a final chapter one, which is kind of a cheap one that I bought from just some dude at a con. But I have part three, part eight, and part five, the um, Roy Burns hockey mask the one with the blue chevrons on it um i want to get i want to get a real like those handmade um final chapter ones because i there's a ton of guys online that make them i want to say final friday one oh no (laughs) if someone gave me one i'll take it just okay but uh oh i'm gonna find you one jason fucking goes ahead oh, did that documentary ever come out not that i heard of because you know i would have been hitting you up like we gotta watch it oh of course i'll watch it um i i can the, the if you guys know me or you listen to the show you know how much i hate jason goes to hell the final friday that movie was complete bullshit the kills i thought were awesome in it the chicks in it hot but it had but, the Necronomicon in it. It had nothing to do with <laughs> Friday the 13th. It, they just made a horror movie and threw Jason in it for like two minutes. Like a minute and, in the beginning and a minute at the end. And like he was a worm or whatever it was. Uh, it was like that cane worm from uh, Poltergeist 2. <laughs> <laughs> that one that came out of Coach. Um, ah, they threw everything in that movie. Freddy's glove at the end. Uh, uh, well, that was a good thing about it. We did get Freddy versus Jason. I know a lot of people don't like that movie. I I just took it for what it was. It was cool to see two horror icons go at it uh, on the big screen. I mean, there's always been. I mean, there's a bunch of fan uh, fan made films. Um, some are good, some are bad, but it's cool to see when when we see two icons battling it out. But to see it in a real big budget picture. On the screen, I thought it was awesome. Um, 
they're still if I don't know. I mean, I don't get me. I mean, love. Uh, I loved it all, but I this whole thing with water of Jason being scared of water. I was like, where did the hell did that come from? Jason's been in the water just about every single movie, and there was not he did not show any kind of uh, sign that he was scared of water. I was. You, like, you don't remember in this movie when he fell in the water and he turned into a small child? No, that was in part eight. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched that one too. I mean, my son Kyle loved it. It, it's goofy. I remember seeing that the day it came out. We went right after school to go see Jason Takes Manhattan. And I remember leaving the theater like, what the fuck was that? But as the years went on, uh, my my enjoyment of it is is cool. And yeah, in honor of my son Kyle, I had to get a, uh, a part eight Jason Max mask, hockey mask. So it's hanging here uh, in the studio. Um, at some point, I want to get uh, Kane Hodder to sign that one. And uh, just leave it up in here. But I met Kane Hodder once at uh, Comic-Con one year. He was coming back. Or he asked me, he's like, hey, man, you know where the bathroom is? And I turned around and looked to see who it was. And I went, <laughs> I went oh, it's uh, right over there. Oh, man, thanks. And uh, I said, is it cool if I get a picture? Yeah, sure. So I got a picture with him. I met a few of the guys that played uh, Jason throughout the years. Course cons and other places here and there. But... Friday the 13th, part 8, The New Blood. Um, I was kind of like, wait, wait, what's happening here with the whole uh, Tina and uh, the, the telekinetic powers and all this? I I was like, uh, really? This is, this is how we're going? Even at this time, I was thinking, what's next? Space? We didn't get that until like three more movies, three movies later, but... Which I love Jason X. I want one of those masks too. I think I'm gonna have to get a uh, over uh, Jason. Yeah, the one that somebody makes because I've seen some just ones in the store that look like shit. But um, I've seen this one guy online. He makes them and it looks pretty awesome. Uh, it's it's a pretty penny. I think it's like almost two hundred dollars. I'd I'd buy it though because it it was awesome. Sucked that he was only the Uber Jason for like two seconds at the end of the movie, and we never got a, a part eleven. But <laughs> But this one, I was kind of iffy on on the whole premise. I was like, "All right, man. I mean, he, he, of course, he's they, this. This is the zombie Jason years, is what people like to call it." But um, yeah, in the beginning, when Tina is little, I, I I couldn't tell you how old she was in the beginning. You mean Carol Ann? Um, yeah, <laughs> Carrie Carol Ann, um, because. It's it's years after uh, part six because um, when he gets stuck down there when when they threw the when uh, Tommy threw the chain around his neck and the boulder and he went under I couldn't tell you what year that was I I would say it was somewhere in the nineties but when that the the camp Crystal Lake was there but in this one we go to the beginning in the beginning of the film. Uh, we're at uh, the Shepherd Residence, which is right built right on the shores of Camp Crystal or Crystal Lake. The camp is gone; it's not there anymore. It's just their house uh, and everything. So maybe they were trying to get away from the whole, like like in part Jason lives. They were trying to get away from calling it Crystal Lake. I think they were calling it. Do you remember what they called it? I don't even remember. No, 
some twin pines or some shit like that. I don't know. Twin pines is from back to the future, but, um, it was something else. It was called something else. Cause they wanted to get away from the whole Jason thing, but it was, it was back. It was crystal Lake. So however many years after that, so he, he was underwater for years. So I would, I would even go as far as saying he was dead. But I mean, at the end of part six, man, his eye opened. His eye was still open, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't write these films. <laughs> but so they show him, and he's still floating underwater. Forest green. Uh, forest green. All right. Uh, shout out to those guys that put a uh, a Jason underwater. Uh, I don't know somewhere back east in some lake. Um, I remember seeing a video. There was uh, some scuba divers that were just practicing, and while they were under there. They saw something floated and somebody put a Jason uh, mannequin or whatever <laughs> underwater <laughs> with, a, with a chain around his neck and a rock. I, I assume they must have weighed his feet down to keep him uh, look like he was standing up. Uh, that video is still out there. I don't know if he's still underwater. Maybe somebody stole him. But that's that's cool. But if you're there not knowing it's there, fuck that. Yeah, that would have scared the shit out of me. I mean. Just seeing somebody floating there until you realize. But who knows? They probably weren't even Friday the 13th fans. They didn't know. But I, I don't know, man. There's videos of it all over the place. So this is years after all of the events of uh, Jason Lives. So the camp is gone. There's a new house there. I don't know how long they were living there. I'm trying to look to see if. This has uh, Tina's age, but if you had to guess, what was she, 10, 11, maybe? 10, no older than 12. Yeah, so I, I couldn't tell you exactly how old she was in, in this, in the beginning, because she's much younger. Uh, we see that it's Friday the 13th, and her mom and dad are arguing her dad is just he uh, he's fond of the drink so he's i assume he was drunk and his mom and uh her dad were, were arguing and fighting so tina gets all mad and she runs out into to outside and she gets in a little boat a rowboat and then, or i think i had a little engine on it and kind of went out some and her dad comes running out and is like, Tina, Tina, I'm sorry, and all this. And she's like, No, no, I don't I don't believe you. And he's like, I wouldn't hurt your mom or whatever the hell he was saying. I don't know if he was obviously he was abusive to his wife, but I don't know if he was physical abuse. I just we just assume that he was. We don't was we don't there actually like sound effects of her getting smacked. Uh, probably. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, I'm watching this right now. She does look like Carol Ann. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Helen O'Rourke. Oh man, I watched that Curse films and dude, I about cried my eyes out. Yeah. Oh, that was a rough one to watch. Um, but yeah, so she's out there. She gets in the boat. Her dad's coming up, and he's kind of like, "Hey, Tina." He's just, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and uh. He ain't has she ain't having it. She's like, no, get away from me. You're a liar and, and all this. And then I wish you were dead. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, I've been mad at my parents, but I would never say <laughs> anything like that. Uh, I mean, I've been mad at 
any anybody. I've never wished them that much hate. Because she's once she says, "I wish you were dead," uh, she does the the little carry look, and uh, we see bubbles or whatever shooting over. He's standing on a pier, and then the <laughs> the pier starts rocking and shaking. Uh, the mom is screaming, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And then all of a sudden, it just collapses, and the dad falls into the water, and we see him underwater as all the the boards and everything come falling down on top of him top of him they kind of miss him yeah i mean we see him go under and we see like two by fours or four by fours hit him but we don't actually see anything pinning him down there i don't know maybe one of those boards knocked him out and he just he drowned so that's uh young tina and this is uh seven years later she wakes up and she's with her mom, and they're on their way back to the cabin. From what I understood, they haven't been there in a long time. But since she's been dealing uh, with the the grief and the loss of her father and blaming herself, well, she did kill him. <laughs> I'm not gonna say she yeah. did it. She did it, but she's just like just oh, I'm just depressed about the whole thing. And then we got, he's Bernie Lomax, everyone. And we got Dr. Cruz, Bernie Lomax. He, um, he's teaching, he wants to, well, this is what he's telling her, Tina and her mom, that he's, he's here to help, uh, help you get over this grief over, over all of this. But we find out later that he is, he doesn't care about her well-being. He wants to, to, uh, he, cause he knows that she's got these telekinesis and everything. So he's, he knows that. Does the mother know? I assume she does. She has to know, unless he just kicks her out of the room. But I'm pretty sure. No, well, hmm. Because the mom does find those tapes later, and she's watching it all. And I I don't know when he had the time to edit it uh, of the stuff he just filmed and add his uh, narration (laughs) to it. Because she finds. Go ahead. I always wanted like a like a quick little flashback scene of like him with uh, Carol Ann, young Carol Ann, and <laughs> having a session, and that's when he finds out she has these powers. Yeah, I mean, he. So I assume she did it for him wherever they were living before, because when he's he's telling her, he I think at this point he really doesn't know. Um how she can do it because when he's talking to her he's she he's like she goes i can't just do it and she goes it it just happens so he kind of figured out she got really mad and when he was telling her to move this matchbook and then he was yelling at her you can do it come on just you're not concentrating and she got all mad and then it moved yeah so and she, then he, he was like so what what did you feel what were you thinking about she was like thinking about you. <laughs> yeah, so she was pissed at him, and then she got really mad, and then <laughs> lit the the matches on fire, uh, lit lit the little matchbook up. So, but I think Tina was starting to put two and two together because he's doing all this stuff and he and he's filming it all. So while all that's going on, uh, there it's her house, and then next door there's another house. And all these kids are coming over. Well, not kids, but the 
probably 20s, early 20s, all going over there. But see, it says right here, next door to the Shepherd residence is a group of teens. Uh, I don't think so. None of them look like they were teenagers. They all, at least over 21, because there's booze and weed and everything <laughs> flowing around. So uh, we we just kind of introduce a, a bunch of them that 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 are next door. Um, but uh, Doctor Cruz is still trying to get Tina to do her her powers, and she's just like uh, she's just she's not having it. So she kind of just wants to be uh, a, a young woman. She just wants to get out and, and be uh, be herself, not be cooped up in a room because he does tell her he goes look man the, the i brought you up here to to help you and he goes well, i can't help you if we're having all these distractions and, and distractions means the uh, other kids or the other teens or teens the other the other people who live next door um so i mean we're introduced to all of them and of course you got uh, the sex and the drugs and and all that going on in the house. But um, Tina is still just grieving the loss of her father. She's just not not having it. And she's telling her mom, I think it was a bad idea to come here. And she's like, no, it's okay. And she's trying to tell her that, excuse me, Dr. Cruz is here to help. But she's like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. So she ends up and she goes out and meets the, the gang next door. Uh, and everything, but she that night she um or before she meets everyone. Oh no, she did meet everyone earlier because when she when they showed up to the house, that's when uh, her luggage opened, her panties fell out of her bag, and uh, <laughs> the one guy <laughs> that rushed over to help her, and that one Melissa is the the mean girl uh, of the group. So she's uh, she's just sad because she did tell her mom she was looking at a picture of her dad and she's like I really miss him and uh, she's like well she goes I do too and all that so she gets mad and runs outside uh, she's standing on the pier that was rebuilt and she's just getting she's having flashbacks of, of the night that uh, her father died and then she just starts wishing that he would um, I assume come back. Let's say he did come back and Jason wasn't there. I mean, I'm, first of all, I don't think he would still be underwater, but okay, it, it's a movie. But oh, we'll get to we'll get to that scene. Yeah, <laughs> I did like this because Jason's just floating there, and then she's just wishing for her dad to come back, and he just starts to move and he's moving around. And it's like it seems like he wakes up and he's he's got that he's looking around like what the fuck where am I? Uh, then the chain breaks, and then he comes flying out of the water, and she just sees him, and then she just shocked by the whole thing, and then just passes out. Uh, but Jason gets out. I liked how he looked, uh, other than just being under the water for years and years. His uh, clothes are just like shredded up and just falling apart. You could see his spine. Uh, in, in his back and he still has the gloves on that he had from uh, part six and I loved how uh, some of the gloves was eaten away and you could see his his uh, his bones and his hands and everything um I don't again I don't know exactly how long he was underwater 
Um, at over over seven years, I would say, because when Tina was little, he was underwater still when her dad died. And then this movie is taking place seven years after that. So, again, you guys do the math. I'm sure there's somebody out there that broke the whole timeline down. Because I, I couldn't even tell you what year it was in, in Jason X. <laughs> it was way, way in the future. Um, so uh, she kind of wakes up in her house and her mom's like, well, what do you remember? And she's like, I, I don't remember anything. And then they kind of like, Dr. Cruz is kind of like, well, all right, well, we need to really work on it. Um, we're introduced to uh, a young couple that are on their way to the house, the house next door to party. Um, his name is Michael and it was, he's the brother of, uh, the other guy? oh, is he the cousin? Yeah. Oh, Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Kevin Blair. Uh, they were, he was a, he was a cousin of him and they were going to have a surprise birthday party for him. That's why everybody is at the house. But, uh, Nick and his girlfriend, their car broke down. So he's just kind of, all right, well, we need, we need to get up there. So, um, Nick, he ends up coming over to the house, trying to talk to Tina, saying that, hey, we're having a party next door. Why don't you come over and hang out? So, Tina's like, all right, cool. I just want to get the hell out of this place. And that's when Dr. Cruz comes out and says, we can't have all these distractions. Where is she? And she goes, oh, she's next door just being uh, a young adult. So, while Michael and his woman are out in the woods, um, we see Jason walking along, and he's uh, he comes across them. And uh, gives them uh, what you go into Jason's woods and your ass out. So, but I did like, uh, like, yeah, like you were saying that the deaths in this, they're really just kind of not off screen type of things. Yeah. Because when he comes up to the to Michael's girlfriend, he like you just see her hand come up. He he grabs her from behind, and he's got like a um. Uh, a tent spike and we see her eyes and we see him in motion shove it through but we don't actually see it go through we just see her eyes kind of roll up yeah, but then real Michael, quick uh I'm, i looked i found something called friday the 13th wiki and it says new blood takes place in 1997 all right so when was uh jason leaves Jason Lives took place 1990. So, hmm. all right. When did when, this one, did you say 97? This yeah. one took place, and that was 1990. So the camp must have shut down, let's say, 91. <laughs> the camp shut down. They leveled it. And then built this house, and then maybe Tina and her family moved in. And all right, okay, seven years after her, <laughs> no more. It had to have been more than that. <laughs> well, I guess seven years after, uh, I don't know. See, that doesn't work. <laughs> and Tina's supposed to be 17. <laughs> all right, <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't, oh, well. It doesn't work because it had to have 
Jason lives in the 90. All that happened. All the murders. Everything. They and the, the sheriff and or the police or chief, whatever he was, the guy that got folded in half. All of them died. Well, not all of them, but him and his some of his deputies got killed, as well as the other counselors. So let's just say as after that happened, and all those little kids witnessed a lot of it. So I'm sure that camp shut down, and whoever owned it then, and then. Uh, so it had to close down in '90, leveled in '90, built that house maybe the next year, and. Uh, I don't know, everyone. It's giving me a headache already. But anyway, so this is nice 1997, if that's uh, how they came out to it. So, but you know, after, uh, yeah, that chick gets killed. Uh, Michael, he went, he, I, this, is the, oh, this is another thing that always pisses me off in movies. It pissed me off in part uh, five uh, when that one guy, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and then walks like 10 miles into the woods to go, <laughs> to, go to the bathroom. Same thing with this guy. Michael's like, I, I got to piss. So he goes and walks 10 miles into the woods while she's just standing there. When I'm out in the woods, I'm like, hey, man, I got to pee. I'm just going to turn around wherever I'm at and just go. I'm not going to walk. I've seen too many horror movies to walk 10 miles into the woods uh, to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but anyway, so he comes back and he sees that his girlfriend is pinned to a tree with that uh, tent spike. And Jason's uh, running after him. This isn't the teleporting Jason. We don't get him until the next movie. But uh, I love how people are running their ass off, and he's just trotting along. Uh, he doesn't run in this one. But he catches up with Michael and then just throws that tent spike uh, across the, the woods and stabs him in the back. And I love how well, she, he grabs the tent spike, and it should have just came right out. But um, he, uh, picks it, he picks him up and picks up Michael with it, and then he just pulls it out of his back, and then Michael ends up dead. So back at the house, Tina is partying with all the kids. How old did she say she was? 17? 17. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know. None of these guys look like teenagers. They don't act like they're teenagers. Even when the mom lets her go to this party, it's, I don't know. It's not like she was sending her teenage daughter over there. It's just like, her grown adult daughter was going to a party. <laughs> yeah, because we goes in there, we meet all all these people that are in there. There's one burnout that's always smoking weed. There's another guy that's just wants to be a science fiction writer, and he keeps coming up with all these crazy ideas for a story. And then we got Robin and what's the other little cutie's name? Um, oh, the one that tried to make it seem like she was ugly. Yeah, was her name Mandy? I think I was like, I was like, this is some straight movie shit. They're gonna <laughs> try to make us believe that this girl's ugly, and she, later she's gonna get a makeover, and we're supposed to be like, oh, now I see it. Makeover my ass. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was cute when she was just with her glasses on. I mean, that's yeah. Me I think her right. name was she Maddie. 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 Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because uh, Robin was the, the redhead. A little, little freak one. Yeah. Yeah, and of course Melissa's a little mean girl, a little blonde, uh, rich girl's, mean girl. Girl's a bitch. Ugh. Man, I, I feel sorry for her when she bought it, though, because she bought it hard. I think I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, everyone's there partying and everything. Yeah, we're introduced to them and uh, Robin and and Maddie are like going gaga over the little burnout guy, whatever the hell his name is. So, because he's in the kitchen, he opens up a beer and he's chugging it back, and then all of a sudden Tina sees um, Michael and Jason in the like. Uh, what do you call it uh, a vision let's <laughs> say yeah. that she sees him and uh she goes running out because she gets all scared and nick goes running after her but melissa's always trying to block so but when tina runs back to her house she sees that um tent spike jammed into one of the uh the wood posts or the framing of the house and then she runs in and tries to tell her mom uh, what she saw that she says because she told her mom that she what she saw that came out of the water, but uh, Doctor Cruz is like, well, it was all just in your mind and uh, don't worry about it, it's nothing. So she's kind of like, nah. She goes, it is. I saw him, and he's just telling her, he's just trying to get her to calm down. And then he goes out there to see because uh, she says there's something outside that's the that's in the wood. And then he goes out there and he goes, oh well, there's nothing here, and excuse me tina and her mom go out there and that temp spike is gone she could have easily said look there's a little hole right here this is where it was but that's uh too easy <laughs> yeah and it always made me wonder like because he doesn't believe that she's having these visions but he knows that she has telekinetic powers like one is believable but the other one is not believable I think I, I, I kind of get that the mom really didn't know. I'm talking about Dr. Dr. No, no, I'm just saying because she would be like, the mom would be like, you know what? I believe my daughter. If she's seen, seen things, then I believe yeah. her. Um, I don't, I don't think she knew that she had these powers, which that's kind of weird that in the past, what, seven years or so. She never did anything or caused anything to happen that made you think. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, we didn't write this movie. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would have to know if, if your daughter has the force, but I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we, we didn't write these movies. Yeah. Cause you, you would have to think something would have happened cause she's a very troubled person. And she she gets emotional, and that that's when things start happening. Yeah, the the anger and the the sadness and everything makes her because uh, she did she couldn't control it at the time. She controls it later on in the film, but she she just couldn't couldn't control it. And I'm sure growing up as a little kid, of course she was sad, missing her father. And uh, blaming her, so, well, she did technically. She did kill her dad. Oh, she but, said she wanted him to die. And yeah. He died. <laughs> so, um, so I don't know. I she knew she had these powers. She just didn't know how to to use it. So, we go back out to we see another. I assume these other these people were either just camping or they were also on their way to the party. It is another thing. Oh, I'm going to go get some firewood. Let me walk 10 miles into the woods to, to go uh, cut some firewood with a machete. Where the best firewood is. And you're in the woods and there's wood all around you. But that's that's me. Special, <laughs> special firewood. It's, it's drier when the further you walk out. 
There you go. So one guy is uh, going to get wood, and then here comes Jason and just jams his hand into his back. And uh, I must have went all the way through him because he got a big-ass hole in his back. Uh, his girl is in the, in the tent, uh, naked, ready to get it on. And uh, here comes Jason because he took the machete from that guy that was went chopping wood. Because the girl's like, you big hunk of a man, come and get me. And then Jason comes and just cuts open the tent. And uh, that's the end of the her because we don't see the kill. We just see blood splatter onto the the tent. I know that they chopped the hell out of um, part six. And because there was no leftover... um, Stuff for an under unrated version or whatever, but oh, he didn't. I'm thinking of another movie. He didn't. He didn't uh, slash her. He he drug her out. Sleeping bag scene. Yeah, he drug her out in a sleeping bag and then just slammed her into the tree. Yeah, which the the scene they filmed originally filmed for. He didn't just hit her once against the tree. I think they said he hit her six times. Yeah, because this looks like. What we see is one swing and it hits her feet. But then when she falls out of the sleeping bag, when he drops her, she's got blood all over her face. Uh, Either the blood from her feet shot all the way up, but I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I would still love to see all this, but they were saying that, yeah, all the stuff that they cut and then gone. So, um, we're introduced to more. It's the next day. We're introduced to more people and, and everything, and they're all kind of just, well, where's Michael? He didn't show up. What's up? Why didn't? Why isn't he here? Nick is kind of starting to worry about, well, where's my brother? I don't know. But then he's still trying to get his Mac on with Tina, and she's giggling around with him. We see Melissa lurking around outside trying to block. All right. <clears throat> I'm a man. Uh, well, back when I was single, of course, man, you just, you just, maybe not all you uh, young gentlemen don't listen. I mean, don't, don't take advice from me, but I was a dirty dog. <laughs> and I didn't care who, who was around, but if some other girl was, was trying to get on me while I was trying to get on someone else, I would just said, all right. And, and then. You know how it goes. Sorry, boys and girls, but yeah, me. I mean, <laughs> but. <laughs> to be honest, he could have got it in with Melissa and then went out Tina. Yeah. I mean, because that, that was Melissa was one thing. Tina's another. Yeah. Maybe you could just do some things with Melissa and then have a relationship with Tina. Yeah. Because everybody's single. Yeah. Nobody's married. No, there's no boyfriend, girlfriends here. Yeah. He just met them. And they, um, they're supposed to be supposed to be young. Yeah. <laughs> Because Melissa was throwing it at him, and I know she didn't just start throwing that at him uh, here at the house. <laughs> so she had to have been throwing it at him before all this. So, but well, he uh, he's one part in the movie. He said th- those weren't his friends; they were his cousin's friends. So he didn't know Melissa, but it seems like he did. He might they might have knew each other, but I don't think they hung out. Why well, so. do make that? Even make it better. You don't know her? <laughs> you don't have to see her, kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, everyone, if I'm shocking you with my words, but uh, that's how I was a long time ago, back in the 80s. Yeah, back, well, 1997. 
<laughs> back in the good old no 97 i was here married a few kids already <laughs> uh, talking in... talk, talk about the movie yeah well, back 90, in 88 when this came out <laughs> back in 88 i was going wild anyway so yeah it's just more of nothing everyone kind of just having relationship problems because there's a uh, young black couple there i don't know what her she had attitude right from the get-go when they got there it sounded like they didn't want to be there. I know. I'm like, why? Why show up? I mean, and it was weird because it, they didn't. They seemed like they didn't want to be there, and it seemed like nobody ever talked to them. Yeah, they were just there. They made them sleep outside in the van. Oh man, <laughs> don't get me started with Franklin from <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> made my man sit on one side of the table. And everyone else on the other side. <laughs> That's another show. <laughs> so, uh, well, who knows? Maybe they just wanted they wanted their privacy, and maybe she was a screamer. Uh, so that's why they were in the van. <laughs> but anyway, so well, yeah, that, that was that was the bang bus because there was a the couple earlier in the oh, van. That's right. <laughs> ah, yeah, everyone was using that van. Well, the couples that were using it. I think there was only what two couples. Well, Mike and his girl, and they end up getting killed. Uh, well, two couples in the beginning. Yeah, um, the the black couple, which they just seemed like they hated each other. <laughs> but, and uh, the other two guys, uh, the young preppy guy. Oh, it was his house. That was um, yeah, the, Russell and Sandra. Yeah, that was his. Ha- that was what well, was his parents' house. And so, but. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't party with guys like that. Oh hell no! I'd have been fighting. You're somebody. making a mess. Oh. You're eating up all my 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 dad's food or my uncle or whoever he said. I could have hung out with Nick. He seemed like he would have been all right. I could have hung out with the stoner guy and the other dude that was all in the science fiction. I could have hung out with them, but yeah, the dude that was the owned the, his house. No way. I ended up fighting. Yeah, him. Every, everybody was supposed to bring their own food. He's, I think he <laughs> says at one point. <laughs> so they're all in their or, well. They can't be partying. It's a uh, they were eating breakfast a few minutes ago. But uh, that one dude, what what the hell was that one guy? I think his name was David. Um, the little pothead guy. He was. He had a big old, looked like he had an ounce of weed. And he, he, he was ready. To, endless weed. <laughs> he was ready to tear it up. Uh, that was when uh, Robin and Maddie were looking at him. And Robin and Maddie are fighting over that guy. Because Maddie's like, oh, did you see the way he looked at me? And then Robin's like, whatever. He's not looking at you. Yeah, that guy never took his eyes off his weed. <laughs> so... And Melissa, she's being a bitch, so she is. Uh, she got the one little science fiction guy and made him uh, put his jacket on backwards, and then she kind of like, "Hey Tina, is this how you wear your your jackets in the metal house or whatever?" She said, and then she starts laughing. Everyone's laughing, and then Tina's getting all mad, so her powers are getting the best of her, and. Uh, Melissa has this uh, pearl necklace around her neck, and we see it kind of go up. Was she choking her? I mean, the necklace was just like covering. <laughs> There's a lot of space <laughs> in the air between the necklace and her neck, so <laughs> it wasn't like it was it pulled back and choking her. It was just like hovering. But yeah, Melissa... I think she was freaking out because it, it was levitating, <laughs> and then it just breaks. 
And then Tina gets mad and runs out of the house. Uh, Nick was outside, so he doesn't know what happened. He came in. What'd you guys do? And then he goes running over uh, next door to Tina, trying to tell her, hey, Melissa's a bitch. Sorry. But then her mom comes out and says, no, Tina, get in the house. So Nick has to go back the, to his house and, and deal with everyone. Uh, the dude that's, that owns the house, he goes outside. Yeah, he's a little preppy guy. Definitely when I got in a fight with him. Um it just reminded me of little preppy dudes I went to high school with. Just thought they were better than everyone. I mean, I went to my school was that my high school was up in the hills in the Oakland Hills, and uh, I lived down in the flatlands. They bust up all us little hood kids up to the rich school. Well, that's what they said back in then. Uh, shout out to Skyline Titans, class of '90. Anyway, so yeah, this guy goes outside and uh, we get some uh, TNA because uh, his girlfriend wants to go swimming, so she just tears it all off and just jumps in the water and he was standing there watching and then he slowly starts to uh take his clothes off but she's just uh come on get in here let's party i think his name was russell so he's uh taking his clothes off and here comes jason uh trotting along and then all of a sudden he looks off and sees jason and he's like oh shit so by then it's too late <laughs> i don't know why he didn't just jump up and run he's like crawling on his back as Jason slowly uh, walking towards him and then uh, swings the, I think it was an axe, and uh, hit him in the face because it looks like his face is split. And then the girl in the lake is screaming, ah, and then Jason comes jumping out of the water. See, he's not scared he, of the water. She kind of teleported there. <laughs> well, I don't know. She did go underwater when all that was going on, and I don't know how deep it is. It looks kind of reminded me of Jaws because <laughs> she swim i don't know why she didn't like swim away she's just kicking and splashing in one spot and then jason grabs her hand or her foot and then just pulls her under the water and we just assume he kills her because we don't see anything after that back in the house everybody's partying uh the young black couple still looking at each other like they hate each other uh robin <laughs> <They> is <laughs> hate everybody <laughs> Robin is getting it on or uh, dancing with uh, David. Uh, Maddie's getting, she's hating. So she runs upstairs to go uh, doll herself up. And the Nick is trying to just trying to find Michael, but he, he he's on the phone. I don't know who the hell he was calling. And there was no cell phone back then. I think Nick was trying to look for Mike, Michael. Well, who was he calling though? His house. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, the, no cell the only phones. place he can't call is the house. Yeah, no cell phones in. Well, there was cell phones in '88, but there were those big block bricks. Oh, the big Zach Morris phone. Yeah, uh, I think it was before that. I think Zach Morris was in the '90s, but those big. Um, it looked like a fucking tackle box with the receiver with the with a cord still attached to it. Anyway, so. Maddie goes upstairs, and I, I thought she was a little cutie e either way. <laughs> so she's up there dolling herself up. Oh, we do see that uh, other chick that he drowned. He comes dragging her out of the water, uh, and her butt's all muddy. So the other dude, the science fiction guy, is being an idiot and trying to come up with ideas, and he comes up with a star mummy because he's wrapped himself up in, in uh, streamers. And Jason's kind of walking around, looking in through the window, seeing everybody partying. Uh, everyone's still like, ah, oh, what the hell's going on? Um, 
Bernie, Dr. Bernie, he's still trying to figure out uh, what he can do uh, about uh, Tina. But he, we do find out that he was the one that stole the or her t- that took the um, tent spike that he jammed that Jason jammed in the house out because he had it in in his drawer uh, in his office. So back back at the other house, uh, Melissa's flirting around with um, what the hell was that guy's name? The the little was it Dan? Which one? The uh, science fiction guy. Uh, I I can't remember his who his name was, but his name is science fiction writer Eddie. Oh, Eddie. And the stoners, David. All right. Wow, Eddie, you got old. I'm looking at a <laughs> a picture of him now. Hmm. Well, we all we all get old, everyone. I mean, I don't look like I did back in '88. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, this is when Tina's mom goes up into the uh, into the off or to the office where um, the doctor had all his stuff for some reason. All right, really quick. This was their house. But did he go there before and set up his whole office because he's got all his file cabinets and everything uh, in there? So I don't know. <laughs> but her mom, uh, Tina's mom, starts uh, digging through everything and reading all the, the, the stuff that he has written about Tina. Uh, Tina, oh, she's outside with Nick somewhere. Uh, Bernie, uh, Dr. Cruz is, is walking around the woods and this is when he finds, uh, Michael. Uh, he's, um, all mangled up in a tree and then, uh, down below him is that tent spike with blood all over it. So he's like, what the fuck? So he kind of ends up taking off. Um, and he doesn't know what's going on. So he, he just kind of runs off back at the house. We see, uh, the mom, she's digging through everything. She finds, the uh the tent spike that was jammed in the house so she's trying to like oh fuck and then she puts in the videotapes and then she starts watching uh everything that uh the doctor has um filmed on her daughter and then he comes running in like what are you what are you doing in here and then she's just like what the fuck are you doing to my daughter this, this, those aren't her words but that's basically what she's saying so He's she's like, you're you're not trying to help. And he goes, yes, I am. And then she's just kind of getting off, pissed off at him, letting him know that. All right. You, you're basically just trying to use my daughter. Uh, Tina comes back and she's uh, outside while uh, Bernie and her mom are in there talking. And he's saying that he wants to send her back. Tina sent her back to the psychiatric ward. But she's like, no, no, you can't do that because he's saying that she's a danger to herself. Because she doesn't know how to use uh, her abilities. So I just assume her mom kind of knew. But they heard the door slam and her mom looks outside. She sees Tina uh, running down down the road. Um, so she jumps in the car. and Tina jumps in the car. And she takes off. She goes hauling ass down this dirt road. Uh, she's driving and driving. And then she sees uh, Jason uh, and her mom. Tina's mom, like he's got this big, I don't know what the hell that thing was, some kind of garden tool, but he's got it jammed all the way through her and he's shaking her. And it's not really her, her mom and Jason, it's just like her vision. 
So she kind of ah, drives yeah, off the so, road. So crashes. she sees the future. Yeah. So he's yeah, that's right. That's how she gets killed too. So yeah, she drives off the road and crashes. Um, then she's running out uh, in the road trying to get back. Uh, I assume back to the house. I don't know why she didn't run down the road. She goes running into the woods. Back at the house, we see a uh, little Maddie upstairs, all dolled up, 80s style, hair teased up high to the high heavens. Uh, took her glasses off, put on a nice little. Uh, I don't know what she's wearing. It's like kind of like Ooh. a mini skirt outfit. Who was she getting all dolled up for? Because her, her friend, he already, she already took the uh, stoner guy David to the <laughs> to the bedroom. I don't know, man. <laughs> Good old late eighties, everyone. Yeah, because she got that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a show you attitude. I'm like, who are you showing? Everybody then went somewhere with somebody. I know. I mean, everyone. She because when she goes downstairs, everyone's gone. They're either in a room or dead. <laughs> Getting it all in a room or <laughs> dead somewhere. So I don't know why she goes outside. She Maddie goes outside looking around, going David, David calling for him and looking in the woods. Let's just say he was out there. Obviously, Robin would be with him and probably doing who knows what. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's so weird because it just she goes to get ready after they leave he, together. So, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing, Maddie? Uh, uh, come on, Maddie. I should have been there. I would have <laughs> been all over you, but <laughs> I was like. Damn, because she got all dolled up. I liked her better when she had her glasses on. And yeah, she just had the everyday wear. Um, she yeah, she got all dolled up, and you yeah, you saw your I assume her best friend leaving with him, and uh, I don't know, maybe their code is different. I mean, our our bro code was once you went off with whoever, that was it. That that girl was off limits forever, and. <laughs> it's, I didn't want to be with someone that one of my buddies was with. I just uh, left it alone. All right, man, you you won. Party on. I'm going to go th- this way and get my groove on somewhere else. <laughs> so she's out. Maddie's still out there running around looking for David for some reason outside. Uh, she loses her earring. She's looking around for it. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jason walking up. And she's, ah! she sees him and goes running off. And I don't know why the shed is way off 10 miles away uh, in the woods. That's where the so, firewood is, by the shed. <laughs> next to the outhouse. <laughs> so she goes running in there, and there's like every weapon that can kill you in there. So she's trying to hide. And I always have this issue, especially in horror movies. I mean, I get it. If you're running and you're, <laughs> you're huffing and puffing, it's kind of hard to just calm down immediately. <laughs> but... <laughs> She runs in there and uh, there's electricity because there's lights in there. So she's trying to hide. Uh, she sees him. She's peeking through the woods or through the, the slats and the, and the boards uh, and the walls. And she crawls under one uh, trying to hide. And then she thinks she's uh, everything's all good because she sees Jason leave. But then uh, she's trying to hide and just be quiet. But she's huffing and puffing and crying and making all kinds of noise. And then Jason comes back in to the little shed that she's in, jams his hands through the through the wall, through the wood walls, and grabs her, and then kills her with um, 
one of those little weed whacking things. It's uh, <laughs> it's got a handle on it, but it's kind of like um, I remember the Malachi; those guys had them in Children of the Corn. Whatever those, I don't know what kind of garden tool is. It's kind of round uh, and it's sharp, so he ends up killing Maddie with that. We don't see. We see him just swing it, but we don't see blood or anything. Yeah, this is another one that they found. We, if we would have got the original version, we would have seen it go in, I think, her head or something. Yeah, I mean, there's pictures of uh, her being bloody, but we don't we don't see it on the screen. So we see Bernie and Tina's mom driving down the road. They find the car that uh, Tina was in, then they go running into the woods. So... Jason goes, we go back to Jason. He goes back. He's at the house outside. Uh, we see, um, what was the stoner guy's name? Eddie. Eddie and Melissa. Uh, Eddie's trying to put in work, but Melissa ain't having it. She's basically was just trying to get Nick uh, jealous. But then we go into the other room and we see David and uh, Robin getting it on. Uh, we go out to the van and the young black couple, they're in there getting it on. Uh, in the sleeping bag, <laughs> everybody going wild. <laughs> yeah, if you're not in the van, you're in one of the rooms. That looked like a big house. I'm sure it had more than just two rooms in there. Well, that guy probably was tripping. <laughs> like, yeah. this, is, this is my dad's house. Well, you no sex in the rooms. Yeah, go in the bag bus. So they go. <laughs> they're in there in the van. And then they start hearing noises, and they're like, shit, well, maybe it's Michael. So they're kind of like, oh, fuck. So they're jumping up, and he's putting his pants on. And they got their little party favors, and they, he runs out there, and he's looking around, uh, trying to uh, see if he can find them. But then here comes Jason. I did like this part, because uh, Jason comes up behind this guy and just grabs him. And then he, like, uh, he, he's got the top of his head and his his jaw. And then he just starts squeezing and pushing down. Uh, blood starts coming. I assume his fingernails went into the top of his head because blood starts coming down. You just hear like a crunch. So he's dead. Uh, the the young black woman's inside. She's trying to call for her boyfriend. And she's looking out the, the window. Oh, the the young black guy, he had a, uh, a little party horn type of thing. Because when she sticks her head out the window... Jason grabs her, he gets that little horn and jams it into her eye and it goes <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's dead, she's dead back in the house, uh, Melissa and Eddie, and she's just like you just ain't doing it for me, and then just cold ass bitch <laughs> just tells him nah, you're you're no good, get lost so Eddie's just like uh, we all been there guys <laughs> but she basically, he was already, he was in his spankies and his t-shirt. and She just kicks him out. So he gets all mad. Uh, back in the other room, uh, John, or David and Robin are done. You see Jason outside. He goes out and he starts uh, tearing uh, the, the power lines out. So there's no more power in the house. So David's like, you know what? He goes, I'm, I'm going to go downstairs and get, get something to eat. We go back out into the woods. We see Tina and Nick, and they find uh, was was Michael his brother or his cousin? Cousin. All right. So Nick finds uh, well, they or Tina Nick they find uh, Michael uh, up in the tree, 
this is the first time that she sees Michael like in person. The first time she saw him was in a vision, but she didn't know who it was. So, but she she must have knew that she could see the future now. Back in the house, Jason goes into the house. He goes walking in. Uh, Robin and David are up in the room, but they were they were lighting up. And Robin's must be a lightweight because she's like, I'm so stoned. And he's like, All <laughs> right, whatever, babe. I'm going downstairs to get something to eat. <laughs> so, um, he gets up. He goes downstairs, and she's all hella keyed up, tits hanging out, uh, and everything. <laughs> so, he goes downstairs into the kitchen. When he walks in there, he he starts to slip because uh, the floor's all muddy because Jason's in the house. So he's in there. We see uh, Jason come up behind him, and then he's got a butcher knife, and he just jabs and stabs David in the in the gut, and then he goes down. Tina and Nick come running up back to the house. They go to to Tina's house. They go in looking for her uh, her mom and uh, Bernie, but they're not in there. So. They're like, oh shit! So we we need to get out of here. So Tina finds all the stuff that the the Bernie's got. I'm sorry, he's Bernie. Everyone, the Bernie's got uh, about her, and then Nick is kind of like, what the fuck's going on? He goes, why didn't you tell me what's happening? And then Tina's getting, she's all mad and everything. So the the room starts to shake, and uh, she's moving everything. And this is the first time Nick sees it all, so he doesn't know what the hell's it, happening. It's you. <laughs> oh man Good I don't know I, I could have just been like Are we having an earthquake I yeah. immediately went to oh, You got powers <laughs> Sorry everyone my allergies uh, Back in the other house uh, uh, Eddie is just like Looking around at all Starts opening up uh, The birthday presents And man <laughs> This is what he opens up. It uh, what the hell was it called? Um, uh, he says it right here. Uh, personal penis enlarger. It's in a little box. Oh, the and magnifying then he, glass. He opens it. Up, he has a magnifying <laughs> glass. <laughs> oh man, good old gag jokes. So he's sitting there, uh, just mad as hell because he she just left him with blue balls. But Jason's walking around the house. Uh, back in the other house, Tina and Nick, she's still flipping out, and he starts uh, just telling her like, "Hey, man, everything's gonna be good. We're we're, we're just gonna get the hell out of here," and uh, all that. But she's like, she kind of senses that her mom's uh, out in the woods, so she's like, "All right, well, we gotta go find her." He's like, "All right, well, let's let's just get everything together. We'll go get everybody, and then we'll we'll all leave together." So back in the other house, Jason uh, comes up behind uh, uh, Eddie. And then just slices them in the neck with the machete. So he's done. He goes upstairs. Uh, Robin is still naked laying in the bed. And then he's uh, she comes out because she thinks she hears uh, David. So she's kind of walking around in the dark. She finds a flashlight. And she doesn't know what's happening. She goes into one of the other rooms. Uh, nobody's in there. And then she comes, uh, she finds, uh, uh, yeah, this guy has hella weed because this guy hella joints rolled up. <laughs> so she goes looking around into the other room and she doesn't know what's going on. And of course, there's there's got to be a, a thunder and lightning storm going on in these movies. But then when she goes around, she hears something and there's a cat. And then she goes to sit down in uh, one of the little window seats 
and then she kind of leans over and then she finds uh what's his name's head uh the david's head is sitting i don't know how jc went in there and put that head there but okay <laughs> uh his teleporting powers so robin sees uh david's head because she feels she reaches down she feels blood and then she screams and then she sees um no, no, uh, not david um da, 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 what's his name eddie he's yeah. a, he got his head cut off and then she screams and tries to run out of the room but then jason comes in and grabs her uh and does the undertaker and choke slams her right out the window but you can clearly see that it's a stuntman <laughs> wearing a wig <laughs> um i assume just the the fall from the second story killed her but all right whatever i mean maybe he snapped her neck before he threw her out <laughs> so by this time everybody that, w- that was at the party is dead the only ones alive right now are bernie and nick and tina so they go run nick goes running into the house to see what's going on and this is when he starts finding uh everybody but um oh no uh tina's mom's still alive and uh she's running out looking for tina and uh bernie is is chasing after her but he's telling her like come on because we we gotta go because he knows that jason is out there because well, i assume he knows because he found um uh michael in the tree all dead but while they're running out there uh this is when jason i assume leaves the house and then goes way out into the woods all right another quick uh they were in a car and they drove who knows how far down the road because they they come across the where tina's car crashed so either jason ran or teleported all the way to where they were <laughs> so I'm telling he, you, he, he started teleporting in this movie <laughs> yeah okay uh, i'm gonna I'll, I'll let that go <laughs> so bernie and tina's mom are, are just trying to hide but then here comes jason and he was hardcore for this uh, bernie he uh he's holding uh, tina's mom in front of him and basically uses her as a human shield and jason gets that big gardening tool thing and jams it through her her back and and kills her uh we go back to the house nick is in there oh that must have been david's head because he finds eddie under uh a table and he's his head is still on all right that must have been david's head he took off and put uh upstairs so nick i don't know where he got a gun from but he he goes did uh oh bernie had a gun didn't he no tina it was tina's um dad's old gun oh okay so he goes uh running back uh, after he sees uh eddie laying there dead he goes running back to the house to to where and he's looking for tina so he doesn't know what he's like fuck he doesn't know what's going on so he's he's look he's got his gun he's going around and then here comes melissa i don't know where she went <laughs> she must have just walked off into the woods or something because <laughs> she doesn't know any everyone else in the other house is dead or even in the bag bus <laughs> those two are dead um so uh tina took off she went running into the woods and then when she goes in she goes out there here comes bernie he's like come on come on c- come this way and she's like he's like where's my mom he goes uh, i don't know maybe she's back in the house and she's like no you're lying 
And then he goes, no, come on, please, just come with me. And then she's like, no, get away from me. So she kind of runs off into the woods. And he's like, no, don't go in there. So, and then while he's uh, yelling at her, he starts to run. And here comes Jason, teleported over there. I don't know where he was, but <laughs> he came out of nowhere. And I don't know what this uh, guarding tool is, but it's an electric circular saw. I think it's to, to cut down branches. I've never seen one of those. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe they do have it. This this is the only time I've seen it was in this movie. Well, it's, it's, all, it's also the 80s slash <laughs> 90s in this movie when garden, garden tools were super dangerous. <laughs> all right. He, he's got to be teleporting because Bertie is hauling ass uh, running and Jason is just walking along and... He comes up big steps. He comes up behind him. Oh, he's got it off. I was like, how did he not hear that uh that little circular saw thing? He comes walking up behind Bernie. Bernie turns around and then he just like uh shoves him. Bernie falls to the ground, and then Jason fires up that little circular saw thing and just just gets him in the gut. We see him go in, but we don't see no blood. But obviously, it kills him because Bernie's head flies backwards and uh, his eyes are cross-sided, so he's dead. Tina is still running around the woods, and she comes across her mom and finds her dead. So she's screaming and crying, and then she starts running back, I assume, towards the house. But then she sees Jason walking in the woods, so she goes chasing after him. Um. All right, yeah, okay, yeah. She goes chasing after him, and while Tina is out in the woods, she starts uh, finding bodies because she finds the Maddie's body pinned to a tree. That one uh, naked girl that was swimming, laying on the ground. The other preppy guy, uh, he's hanging up in a tree. Um, the young black woman, she's pinned up to a tree as well. That the horn's still stuck in her eye. Then she goes running back to the house. And this is when she comes uh, confronts Jason face to face. So he's standing there staring at her. I know some people have an issue with it. I did until it was brought to my attention. Sorry, my voice changed. My nose is just so fucking stuffy right now. Sorry. Um, well, the, pretty much just about every episode we've done, I've had allergies. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just the season. But anyway. <laughs> um. Jason should be dead, air quotes. Why is he breathing? I know it was something cool that Kane wanted to bring to the character, but there was always always someone like, why is he breathing if he's dead? I don't know. I didn't make the movies. Ask Kane Hodder if you guys ever see him, but don't be mad if he knocks you out. He seems like he's rough and tough. So anyway, so she's uh, looking at him. That she's at this time. I think she's. I think she figured out that she could control her powers with how she feels because she brings the uh the trees to life or the vines uh and everything that are all over the ground and then they kind of start grabbing jason and uh around his legs and then she sees a power uh telephone pole with a power line she brings that down jason is standing in a pool of water and uh, the electrical wire goes into the water and it zzz, 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 shocks jason and then he falls to the to the water but of course that doesn't stop him 
she gets up close because all these fools got to run up to see if he's dead. And he's not because he comes back to life and ah, she goes running uh, back into the house. Uh, hold on, everyone. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck, man. These allergies, man. I can't, I can't even breathe because I'm talking. I'm trying to talk so fast, too. But anyway, so she runs back into the house. Uh, the house where everyone is killed, where the party was. There's no power there. Jason comes running and crashing through the window. I've always loved every time he he's come crash through the windows at some point in these films. Probably my favorite one was part two when uh, he he comes crashing through and grabs um what was Amy Steele's name? Uh, Is that when he had the the hillbilly look? The yeah, when he, <laughs> when he had long hair, but then a couple hours later he was bald. Uh, because <laughs> part three <laughs> starts right where part two ended. <laughs> Don't ask me how. Maybe he pulled all his hair out. But then again, that could have been a dream. We don't know. But oh uh, uh, yeah, the the dream endings. Yeah, so I don't know. But uh, Tina's in the house. She goes into the next room, and this is when the battle begins. She starts using the force. She closes doors and pushes tables in front of it, but he pushes it out of the way, comes in. She uh, picks up, a, uses the force to throw a couch at Jason and knocks him down. And then she also, uh, with her powers, throws a, uh, a big potted plant at him with... Um, with the, what's his name's head? Uh, Jared <laughs> David, I guess. hilarious. Threw a severed head and a potted plant at Jason. <laughs> yeah, so she runs outside, and then Jason comes after her. This is when she brings the house down. And, and shout out to Kane Hodder, man. This was a stunt and a half. He's standing there. She starts knocking down the the, the wood pillars. Then the whole uh, awning to the house comes <laughs> crashing down on top of him. If I ever meet Kane Hunter again, I want to ask him. I mean, you had to have gotten hurt <laughs> filming that scene because it didn't look like it was uh, light wood. It, it looked like it was still pretty heavy the way it came crashing down on top of him. But he's a stunt man. So Tina runs into the house. She tells him that she, she saw her mom. Uh, her mom's dead. And then she's telling him that Jason's dead. So she's hugging Nick. And Melissa's standing right there like, what the fuck? So, but back outside at the house, we see Jason's hand come crashing through uh, the roof. So he's still alive. But Melissa's back in the other house. Melissa's just like, what's the matter with you guys? You guys are stupid. I don't believe you. What's going on here? So he's like, where are you going? We should stay here to be safe. And she goes, I'm going next door. You want to come with me? And he's like, look, come on. We, we need to stay here to stay alive. And she's like, hell no, I'm out of here. He's telling her, don't go. And she's like, just fuck you. You know what? Fuck the both of you. And then she goes and opens up the door. And Jason's standing there. And he's got an axe. He comes walking in. And then just, boom. Hits her right in the face. Would have been awesome to have seen it. But <laughs> it didn't. To me, I think she got it the worst. Because he hit her dead center in the face. Then grabs her. And then throws her across the room. And she goes flying uh, behind the TV. So Nick and um, Tina are in the living room trying to get out of the house, but Jason's uh, just too fast for him. So, but they end up running upstairs, 
And uh, I guess assume the doors were locked because they tried to run into one of the rooms, but the, the, the door they couldn't open. <laughs> it was the door locked. Jason's slowly walking up the stairs, and Tina's standing there. And then she uses the force to uh, there's a a, light, a light, the light in the hallway, a lamp type of thing, or the from the ceiling. She kind of brings that down. I I love this stuff too, because she uh, it's moving, it's moving. She brings it down, then it just hits it right in the face. Breaks and he falls backwards and goes crashing through the stairs that falls down into the basement. So they're like, "Fuck!" So they're they're trying to make their way downstairs. They look down there and they see uh, him, or he doesn't go to the basement. He uh, goes under the stairs because when they try to run out the front door, he comes crashing out uh, from under the stairs, uh, grabs Nick and throws him down. And then I assume he was trying to break his back because he's stepping on him. But Jason has his back to Tina. And she uses the force to uh, crush the the hockey mask, the the straps. She's squeezing it so tight, pus was coming out of the back of his head. But then he spins around, and then the the force from uh, uh, the pressure of her squeezing tight, it just tears his mask in half. And I liked how he looked. If you have the uh, the the NECA figure of for, of how Jason looks like this. They did an amazing job with the sculpt. I mean, they obviously took pictures and froze it and sculpted it to how he looked in the film. So he's uh, Jason hockey mask gone. So she kind of gets another uh, electrical wire out of the roof from there was holding the light comes down, has it wrap around his neck and then pulls him up. So he's hanging from the ceiling and then she makes the floor explode open. And then he goes falling down into the basement. And then she tries to go over to Nick to see if he's okay. She does look down there. She sees Jason laying there uh, on the floor. But then while she's over there trying to get Nick, Jason wakes up, jumps up, grabs Tina, and pulls her down into the basement. And then she's uh, looking at him in the corner. And then she starts looking around the room, and she sees uh, all these nails and little uh, jars and then, so she uses the force to they go flying across the room and start sticking him. Uh, he's got some of the head and all over his body, but it's not stopping him. Then there's a uh, a gas can right there, and she used it. Uh, okay, <laughs> she op- she opens it up. A lot of gas then, in that little can. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm a, at least a gallon or so. She uh she uh, makes the gas shoot out and it it squirts all over him and then some of the gas gets on her but then she starts taking her her shirt off and everything a little why is he all like, like flinching like when the gas is hitting him he's like ah <sighs> he could have just stood there <laughs> yeah I mean nothing was phasing him at this point I'm sure gas wouldn't have bothered him. But he's standing there, gas all over him, all over the floor. There's uh, the furnace right there. So she opens that up. It makes the flames come out, and it kind of starts a, a little fire around him. But then she gets another blast, of, makes another blast of flame come out, and shoots Jason. And if this is Kane Hodder, again, doing this stunt, he's fully engulfed in flames, and he's just slow motion because he's spinning around. And then her and Nick just get the hell out of the house. And as they're running, they go running and the whole house just blows up. 
for those those of you did you see the uh the documentary on Kane Hodder? Oh, about about him getting burned. Yeah. Yeah. That that actually happened not around my house, but in Nevada. Um uh, I believe it he did that uh somewhere by Pyramid Lake. I think if if, if I remember it right. Because if you guys have met him, you notice he does have uh, burn marks on him. So, but anyway, so they go running out of the house, and then the house blows up, and they think it's all over with. But then, of course not, because <laughs> but they did build this house and they did blow it up. Because I remember watching the uh, that ten hour documentary on, on all the movies, uh, Camp Crystal Lake memory. Memor- oh, you, you guys you haven't can, seen it. You can clearly see they blew up a real house. Yeah, you. Sometimes it might think it's a, a model, but no, it, they said it was an actual house that they built and uh, it blew up. So I'm sure that cost a pretty penny. So Tina thinks that uh, everything, uh, both of them think everybody's safe. They're safe and evil is punished because they're laying there hugging each other and saying that it's over. And then they're talking about, well, let's get out of here. But then before that, Jason comes running up and grabs Tina and throws her. Uh, across the, uh, the the pier, but Nick still has that gun, so he pulls it out, starts uh, letting off a few rounds into Jason, but that ain't stopping him. So Jason, other than he looks cool, he's all burned up, but he still looks uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Eddie from Iron Maiden. For those of you that listen, to Iron Maiden. So he knocks Nick into a boat, and he's laying there knocked out. And then he starts looking at Tina, and Tina just uses the force. And uh, we see bu- water bubbling. Jason slowly walking towards her on the pier. Looks like she hurt her knee because she's uh, holding her knee. Right before he start- reaches down to grab her, here comes um, Tina's dad. He comes busting out through the pier, has this chain, wraps it around Jason's neck, and then pulls him into the water. And then Tina passes out. So next morning we see uh, the fire brigade. They show up putting out the fire. One of them finds Jason's hockey mask. I assume it didn't catch fire when the house blew up. Maybe it blew outside. I don't know. (laughs) So, but Tina, she's all beat up. The EMTs are there. They're taken away. Uh, Nick is also in the... The, the ambulance so he survived as well yeah he just now wakes up as yeah. he pops up he's like jason jason what are we gonna do about him <laughs> and she just tells him that hey, it's over with so because yeah after he was knocked out in the boat so i assume he was knocked out this whole time because yeah he wakes up but then she's just telling him eh, it's over we're all good so they go riding away in the uh, ambulance. We go back to the water and we see Jason under, I don't know, a, a bunch of. Oh, no, we didn't even see that. It just ends. I'm thinking of uh, the next movie. Yeah, we see, if we, we, we would have seen him, we would have seen Tina's dad all fresh. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but once they they drive off in the ambulance, uh, it, it's over. The movie's over. But and uh, Jason goes. No, not Jason goes to hell. Um, Jason takes Manhattan. When we see Jason, he's under. He's underwater and he's under just 
a bunch of wood from the pier. And I don't even know how long he was under there because there's another camp there again. <laughs> so other than the house that blew up, the other the other house, the, the no Tina's house blew up. I don't know. Well, maybe they tore down the other house. Well, the other the other camp's closer to the part of the lake that goes into the ocean. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how Crystal Lake <laughs> led into the ocean, but <laughs> but some say that Jason is so strong, he picked up that boat he was in, carried it, however far, and threw it in the ocean. <laughs> hey, I, I I go with it. <laughs> Oh man, Jason goes. Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, it's stupid and goofy, but I love it. <laughs> but this one, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven: A New Blood. Uh, it's goofy and everything, and they do a lot of uh, off-screen kills. But I mean, the the stuff that they did show uh, with the killings and everything, it was cool. Uh, of course, practical effects and make the the heads and. The blood and all that and everything. So, but um, the way uh, Jason looked, I I enjoyed it. I thought he looked awesome. I don't know what they were doing in the next movie because he looked he looked cool when his mask was on, but when it came off, I don't know what the hell was happening. I don't know if it was the toxic waste that made him look like a marshmallow. Oh gosh, the toxic waste in the <laughs> in the sewer. Hey, I was in New York and I I didn't see any. Uh, Toxic waste flushing through the the sewers of New York at midnight. <laughs> but then again, that was Canada. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, that is it for our Friday Thirteenth extravaganza. But we will come back with um, Never Hike Alone Two. Uh, maybe not tomorrow, but uh, next couple days, maybe we'll see. I'm gonna watch it definitely. So, but. Again, sorry for how I sound. My allergies are probably the worst this episode because I'm like, oh, they're killing me. I can barely breathe, but uh, I got through the whole episode for you. Uh, a few little moments of silence, but a lot of sniffling and everything. But with that, everyone, um, just be safe out there this Friday 13th. If you're out there partying. Or whatever you're doing, just be safe. Or have stay at home and have a Friday Thirteenth marathon. You'll definitely, if you have Max, all of them are on there. Um, yeah, watch Final Friday. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck everybody. Um, <laughs> I think uh, at some point we need to do a uh, a commentary for that one. What do you say? Uh, I'm down. There, there's there's a lot to commentate on that movie. Again, uh, Kane Hodder, he was awesome. He played dual roles in that. He played Jason, and he played a security guard in that in the beginning. But he also he got killed, though. And they called Jason a big old pussy. <sighs> in the Jason Burgers, or whatever the hell they were called. I always remember that. We're we're not reviewing the movie now, but I, I always remember that opening scene and how I, I thought that that one chick's towel was just amazing. How it just never came off, and she's sliding across hoods of cars and doing flips and oh, that uh, FBI agent. The yeah, she was the hottest woman in that whole movie. <laughs> you know, gravity defying towel. 
I hate that movie, everybody. I, I, I hate it just because it had nothing to do with the the Paramount years. Because the Paramount years was from the original up to part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Then New Line came in and messed it all up. Well, with Jason Goes to Hell. they I don't know what the hell they were doing. I don't know what the director was trying to do. That's why I want to see that documentary. I don't know when it when if it's when it's coming out or when, if it's ever coming out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some digging to see if that came out or if it's coming out soon. Because the little bit that they have in that Camp Crystal Memories one, they do talk to the directors and, and everybody, but nobody's giving me a good explanation on why they did what they did in that movie. I mean, there is a huge fan base for that movie that just will go through the flames of hell to say it's the best one. To me, that's the worst one out of all 10. No, was there 11? Uh, 10, 10. Yeah. yeah. 11, well, yeah. 12, if you count Freddy versus Jason, but <sighs> I don't know, but oh man, Jason goes to hell. Give me a headache. <laughs> Watch the unrated one. I could tell you that much. That one's uh, they 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 go a little more wild with the uh, the blood and everything. So, but because it's a rated R version, man, they 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 chop that one up. So, but anyway, everyone, that's it. This ain't the Jason Goes to Hell episode. Kind uh, commentary coming soon. Yeah, we'll we'll eventually do it. Lance has to be there. Like to hear um, what he has to say. Lance, Lance is the reason why we don't review Friday the Thirteenth movies on the Horror Returns. <laughs> so I already know it. I already know what his scores are going to be. Well, I'll give you right now. That movie gets a zero, or yeah, zero, zero to hero. Is that what the geeks do? Yeah, it's a, that's a zero. The movie's garbage. We, we'll we'll do the commentary, and I think I think he'll soften up on it. Again, I like the kills, and. Kate Hodder's awesome when he's on the screen, but again, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do in that movie. If they're trying to take it a whole other way, I'm glad they just left that movie where it was because Jason X was awesome from beginning to end. I still want a part 11 to see uh, what happened on uh, Earth 2, but we'll never get it. I know they they continued it with uh, comic book form, but I'm not paying the prices for those comic books because they are pretty pity but anyway everyone again we're out of here so <laughs> come back tomorrow for more so uh thank you for listening to our friday 13th episode probably the longest episode of uh, of this year so but with that come back tomorrow night for more so until then be safe out there always look over your shoulder for jason and party on <laughs> <laughs>